Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to our first Conversations podcast of 2021. I'm Aaron McIsaac from Future Plan, and I'm joined by John Kelly from Future Plan in Chicago, one of our top sales consultants and fellow hockey aficionado. Welcome back, John. Thank you. Happy New Year. Hope all's well. Happy New Year to you, too. Monday. Yeah. All is well for a Monday here, too. Yep. So... <laughs> podcast um, is going to focus heavily on two things. Um, Our old friend, the Secure Act, a lot of people forgot about in 2020, is making a a return here um, in a good way. And um, for those listeners that stick with us to the end, we're going to go back to some of our NHL predictions and um, (laughs) give them a little bit of entertainment. So um, it'll be a good one. And you're the right man to to join me here. I hope so. um, It's been a while. It has been a while. It has been a while. So, John, why don't you start out and share with everyone why the SECURE Act um, is beneficial for plan sponsors right now. Sure. Yeah. So in, um, it was in late 19, the Secure Act was, was implemented or was introduced. Um, what it does, uh, it, it changed the deadline for a business to establish a qualified retirement plan um, to their tax filing deadline. Um, with that, it's including extensions, um, and it, it's really for the tax year in which they intend to have a plan. Um, so th- that was more high level technical. Really what it means is, you know, in years past, if somebody had come to me, say 2018 or 19 and said, you know, it was, it was Christmas Eve and they want to get a profit sharing plan in play, you know, I would always say, sorry, you know, you're snooze, you lose. What this allows the plan sponsor to do is to implement the plan in the next year, the following year, um, which will be taxable. It'll be for, it'll be for the, the previous tax year, right? So you now have time to implement mm-hmm. these plans. Um, so, you know, as an example right now, you know, I'm implementing a number of profit share and cash balance combos for 2020. And we're, you know, we're, we're well into 2021. Um, but, you know, these plan sponsors now have the ability to do that. Nice. And this is something I think a lot of the CPAs and financial advisors were used to doing with SEPs, correct? Correct. Correct. This is, it's actually, um, if, if you want to think of it that way, these new, these new rules match the SEP rules for, you know, as far as setting up and, and how they operate um, from a tax perspective. Got it, got it. Because I think everybody's used to that last second dance to go up to your tax filing deadline and open a step, you know, in pretty short yep. order. Uh, but the profit sharing plans and the combos have a lot more, um, you know, potential benefits than the SEP, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, um, it, it's it's really flexibility in design. Um, so, you know, when you, when, if you understand how the SEP works, everyone has to get the same percentage of a benefit with that, with a profit sharing plan and the cash balance plan, you have the ability to, uh, to gear more, more dollars to the, to the business owner. Um, so for example, if, if I'm a business owner and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making 500 grand a year and I know that my IRS limit is 285, right? In the SEP, I can max mm-hmm. out at you know, 57 grand, 25% of eligible comp. Now, if, if I'm making 285 and I'm maxing it out, that's what, 20% of the 285 is what I can put into a plan. If I have 10 employees, what do I have to do for them? What are they getting? They're going to get 20% of what they're all, same amount. They're going to get 20% of their eligible comp. 
um, in a profit sharing plan, you know, I can still hit that number, right? Um, but with that, uh, with the cross test or new comparability design, I will theoretically have the ability to drive the commitment to the to the employees or to my rank and file way down, right? So it's really it's a it's, the, the design is really more it's cost beneficial to go with the profit sharing side. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Nope, that makes a whole lot of sense. Depending on the demographics, sure. instead of 20%, yep. you could be looking at something as, as low as potentially 5%. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever designed a profit sharing plan where the owner got 20 and everyone else got 20 <laughs> in a, in a cross-tested <laughs> very rare. design. That, that would be, I, would, I wouldn't be very good at my job if I actually, you know, push that design. No, that's true. You know, and I had a call the other day too from um, a CPA that we work with too that had mentioned mm -hmm. um, she really liked the uh, profit sharing plan as opposed to the SEP because I had asked her, why aren't you just doing a SEP here, you know, in the short run? I was more curious than anything. Um, sure. And she said, because of creditor protection, um, you know, the, the sponsor happens to reside in a state that, um, you know, doesn't have, um, maybe the most beneficial creditor protection rules for them as, as business owners and sure. to get those dollars into a 401k profit sharing plan long-term to be completely, you know, protected, uh, you know, in bankruptcy, general creditors and that type of thing was, was pretty comforting for them. That's a great reason to do it. Yeah, that was another one. And, yeah. and so cash balance, you had mentioned that there too. So cash balance pairs sure. well with profit sharing and we can go back in time on that one too, correct? Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, so it's, you know, what's great about the act is that it allows for, um, yeah, but profit sharing and cash balance to, to be established. Um, and it, it's really what it comes down to is that these plans, they, they have to be employer employer sources of money. So you're looking at profit sharing contributions, okay. qualified non-elective contributions um, and cash balance as well, which is great. So you can just go, you know, if, if you're looking for those deductions, you want to go nuts. You, you've got that profit sharing cash balance combo that you can get into play still. Perfect. Perfect. Now, I think that'll yeah. be a huge, you know, benefit, especially that first year, because so many businesses are on the fence, you know, how's, how's the mm -hmm. next year going to look? Well, now you can buy yourself a little bit of um, a little bit more runway and, you know, really sure. kind of knock two years off in one shot. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll always look at it. If you have the money, it's going to go one of two places, whether it, into a plan for your employees or to, um, to the government, I'd rather give it to the employees, to be honest. I mean, that's just mm -hmm. the nature of the beast. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And I think on these two, I think it's important to, um, let everyone know that, you know, especially with cash balance plans, you know, we do need a little bit of lead time to, to implement these. So, um, you know, if you call us March 1st and you want a March 15th turnaround, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, just yeah, probably, a little bit of lead definitely. time <laughs> Yeah. So, um, you know, we do anticipate at some point, you know, different drop dead dates to hit. You know, the good news is we do have March 15th, which you can extend out till September. Um, mm -hmm. to give yourself some additional time. But I, I would anticipate we'll see some, some deadlines or some drop dead dates, you know, over, yep. over, over the summer uh, be announced, um, which will be pretty common throughout the industry. Yeah, and it's, you know, us guys on the, on the design and sales side will always try to push it through, but we want to be cognizant of, you know, our folks on the back end that have to get these implemented. I do think we're going to have a, a pretty good rush um, once people become more reacquainted, because I, I think the market is, they know that they know about this um, but once it starts to get more um, more play uh, 
getting closer towards tax time, I think we're going to see a pretty good influx of these types of plans coming across. Mm -hmm. Yep. I hope there's been a lot that's happened between the Secure Act and today. So uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> easy <Sure>. to yeah. <laughs> um, Just a bit. You know, kind of <laughs> overlook some of the benefits of that Secure Act. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe to kind of close it out here on the Secure Act and sure. that, that late adoption of plans, what, what would you say is the next step for advisors and CPAs that have candidates that might uh, benefit oh, from yeah. it? Sure, really. It's um, really what we'd need is a census. Um, so it's really just a census with the, you know, the employee listing, just so we can run some numbers, illustrations to show, you know, plan sponsors, advisors, what the, what the outlay would look like and if it's actually going to be beneficial for them. Um, and, and really, it's as simple as contacting your local future plan rep, or you can go to futureplan.com. There is a contact us site if you don't know who your rep is. So there are ways. It's the, you know, there's the 2021, right? Just go to the website. You can find out who your local rep is if you don't know. Um, but like I said, it's really as simple as running an illustration and just and just showing what that, that bottom dollar would be uh, for the plan. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Perfect. No, I think that's really helpful. Great refresher. Um, for everybody sure. out there and for those that are still listening we've got a little bonus time right now this <laughs> is something near and dear to both of us I love you how know, you I, think it's I bonus time <laughs> I do <laughs> I know I know I can talk collar hockey all day but we're gonna focus on NHL right now and okay I think so. you know over the next couple minutes let's make some uh, early year predictions Let's okay. take, um, you know, uh, an East, a uh, West, um, Stanley Cup champion, and maybe a Hart Trophy winner. And, okay. um, and I know the divisions have realigned a little bit, but I'm kind of thinking of sure. in the East and West format. But who do you okay. see coming out of the, the, the Eastern side? Believe it or not, this is going to be, I'm going to say Toronto, but I do it in a backhanded manner. Um, I don't ever want to give Toronto any credit hockey-wise. Um, and as a, as if you know me, I'm a Bruins fan. Um, and the backhanded piece is that I think Toronto goes a lot farther because they don't have to deal with Boston. They're not in the division anymore. Um, there's no more of that, you know, first round meeting um, and beating each other up and, and having Toronto lose. So I think they're going to get, I think they'll be a little bit more fortunate um, with their, their playoff hopes this year. And that's my prediction. Oh, gotcha. I hope it, I hope it okay. doesn't come true, but that's, that's what I'm saying. You? I'm with you. I'm with you. My heart, my heart's with Boston, um, but I'm going to go a little different route. I just, I can't force myself to, to select Toronto. Um, I just can't, <laughs> even though it makes some sense. Um, so sure. I went a little bit different route. I went kind of the, you know, the little bit more of the dark horse pick here. I went with the Flyers from Philadelphia. I okay. think they've um, got a good mix of veterans and young talent. Yep. And they checked all the boxes for me, offense, defense, goaltending, um, special teams, you know, power play. Yeah. Um, so they're a little bit of a dark horse pick for me, but I, I think argue. they've got all the pieces. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't argue. I think it's, I, I mean, I, even dark horse, I, I would, I mean, I, I, maybe the, I would say the Rangers would be more of a dark horse. I think Philly's, I think Philly's loaded. That's fair. You know, Rangers, we'll yeah. look at them. They, they reloaded as well. So yeah. Kevin yeah, Moore's true. probably yeah. out there listening, smiling somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we've got Toronto and Philly. Uh, yeah. I think you and I both will agree on the West, but I'll let you reveal your selection there. Avalanche. I think Colorado's going to be back with a vengeance. 
I agree. I agree. I, I think they've added a couple veteran pieces. Uh, they did. They dumped. They dumped a defenseman that's pretty solid. But mm-hmm. you know, you got Makar, who's going to be mm-hmm. another year under his belt. I don't see any setback. They've got again all yeah. the pieces of the puzzle. So sure. Um, Avalanche is my pick as well for Stanley Cup champion. How about you? Do you have Toronto or Colorado? Same thing. No, I've got Colorado. All right. Colorado is going to win it all. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And then our Hart Trophy champion, it's got to be somebody from the Avalanche, right? Yep. And it's, I mean, it's got to be. I, I think we're, we're in agreement on that. I think it's McKinnon. And I think it's just, and I don't think it's going to be close, to be honest. Yep, I agree with you. His talent the last is three years, off the charts. That man has taken off. Yeah, or he's he's a he's a he's a player possessed. If you watch, if you've watched in the last couple of years, so I think he, I think he gets it. Agreed, agreed. So we've got Philly, Toronto, Tampa, Colorado. <laughs> yeah. No more Tampa. I'm done with Tampa. No more Tampa. Uh, Tampa, Dallas. No, no. So we're, sure. we're going to go a different route this year. So. We will see. We'll have to revisit this six months from now and see if we're close. <laughs> yeah, definitely going to be an interesting. Uh, it's going to be an interesting season the way it's lined up. How they've got a lot of these home and homes in the back-to-back games, so it's going to be a lot of a lot of tired people. That's why they get the Agreed. big bucks, though. Exactly. Exactly. I'll trade <laughs> places with any one of them any day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh uh, well, no, that sounds like a plan, John. So thanks for Great. enlightening us. Uh, both on and off the field from our perspective. <laughs> and, um, we appreciate it. And to all our listeners, appreciate you listening to us. And everybody stay safe and be well.